Hello everyone and welcome to the Two-Man Show. A show for the 21st century youth where we discuss productivity, wellness and human condition. Kindly subscribe and leave us a review in the direction find your podcast. Also send us a mail at info at show.com. You follow us on any of our social media platforms at the Two-Man Show. Thank you. This episode of the show, we are joined by Anthony, who probably known as the Jesus Gamer, and we begin a two-part series into how to handle rejections. Some of the things we talk about on the show include Ben and Teresa's rejection stories over the years. We look at different types of rejections that exist. Also, we link up with our dear listeners as they share with us their tips, strategies, and tactics they use in dealing with their rejections. Stick and stay with us when we are back. Zoom right in into the episode. talking about rejection i don't know why you keep on placing me on sensitive topics i don't know i just want you to sweat maybe <laughs> i just enjoy you having to put your nose together and then come and speak to myself what do you think maybe i think that way maybe i think like you i like to think like you well, when you place me on the topic again the reason that i did i realized that in one way or another there are certain things that we inflict on ourselves without knowing Okay. And sometimes we tend to be isolated or yeah, we tend to isolate ourselves from people thinking people have actually rejected us. But knowing the thing that we feel as rejection is self inflicted or we internalize some feelings and we uh, term it as rejection. So I've been educated myself going through these things and trying to come out with my own experiences. I just realized that all these things Perhaps it was, to me, it was rejection, but when you think through it, it might not necessarily be rejection. So we are, t- we are talking about how dealing with how to handle rejection, but I believe I'll be talking more of things that we thought was actually rejection, but when we, we have to, but when we sit back and reflect on this thing, we will just realize that these are self-inflicted and we try to internalize our feelings and this resulted in the hurt that we experienced at that moment. And so I believe we may enjoy ourselves, share certain experience and move on. Maybe laugh about it, but those when we're going through those experiences, it wasn't something to laugh at. But it okay. was something we felt hurt about. And uh, when you think about it right now, you might laugh about it. Uh, we actually was hurtful. We were hurt. And these things were being done to us. I think we are expecting things. We are, I'm expecting to hear more from you. I'm expecting to hear more from our people who have joined us on the platform. Their experiences, how they deal with rejection, uh, some form of rejection that they encountered in their life and all those things. So I think we have to have an interactive session with our audience and everything. So thank you for having me on the show. And I I expect to learn more from the show and I expect to hear more from others. Okay, all right. So, in some few seconds, um, give me two expectations. Like you haven't, you know, you haven't. It's part one and part two. So tell us about part two. How is part two going to be? Also, oh, part two is we are talking about bringing a professional. I think he will best know this uh, topic. So. They will give us some sort of therapeutic sessions in dealing with rejection. We might be scratching the surface and telling, talking about trivia, uh, some hilarious issues that happened in our life. And I believe these things, people listening will also relate to them and they will come out with their experiences, what they have encountered in their own personal life. I, I, I wish people start sharing their experiences, how they okay. were rejected, how they felt rejected. I think when, when I started looking at this topic, what I realized is that rejection is, is a strong feeling. 
that any individual experience. We might try to downplay it, but we experience it in our every individual experience it in his or her life. We might not necessarily acknowledge it, but deep down, we may realize that we are hurt because of what someone did. Um, I believe that's what we are looking at. Okay, sure. So before gamer comes in, let's start with them. Then tell us your recent addiction. Uh, I don't know. Gamer, you think you think you you, you should, I think you should, I think gamer should start with this recent. Okay, let, let me start with mine. Um, let me start with mine. And so um, I'm trying to think about my recent addiction. Uh, okay, let's start with the non-romantic stuff. So um, mm-hmm. when the show when the show started, we actually um. I wanted to do a lot because I have been listening to podcasts for quite some time. More intense. I was actually binging on podcasts during the lockdown. So I had this desire to actually um, start, it, start it and make it into a podcast, not just a live cast where we just come online and then talk and people listen, we call in and all those, all those juicy stuff. But I wanted to actually make it a podcast. So I have this foreign friend who's like a social media freak. He's more like them. And he's actually a data analyst, but he's more like a social media freak. So he introduced me to this, um, introduced me to this sponsorship deal with podcast. Mm-hmm. And, um, I n- normally, normally you would fly to Cambridge in the UK to actually go meet them, talk, share your ideas with them about how you want a podcast to be. And those are the guys that actually do the Squarespace and the, uh, they book the skill share and all those deals. But in because of the lockdown, we were privileged. We had to do everything on Zoom because Zoom had become the new ish. So um, we prepared, we did a lot of stuff. I mean, the events leading to that day was so tough. I had to prepare. I actually read about two books on how to have a good interview even before before the, the D-Day. And so the D-Day was in. I spent the whole day at home. And then I got online with my friend and these interviewers, they were interviewing us about how our podcast would be had uploaded just about only one podcast then, but I had about three live casts, so I uploaded my live cast to Google Drive and sent it to them. And then, even though we prepared, we did all that we could, I realized that, Charlie, after some, like, two days, they sent us a long email, rejection email, telling us <laughs> <laughs> a long email, and the header, the header alone says, sorry, so you mean, I mean, it just tells you that you didn't yeah, pass. Nice. Uh-huh. You didn't pass, but so that's about my latest rejection. But um, what I learned from that rejection, actually, I saw I saw it coming because we had just started the whole podcasting thing. So I mean, I needed more experience. I needed more content to actually start getting sponsorship. I know Bar Fashion is going to sponsor us very soon, but <laughs> Bar Fashion is going to sponsor us very soon. But we needed more content to be able to actually start getting sponsorship and all of all of that so that's about my latest rejection okay so how do we feel after um i sort of think um, i would feel because i i saw it coming i actually didn't um feel that bad yes let me put it like a feeling of a, melan- a, a, a melancholy because um i felt it could go both ways they could sign us up give us some a year to actually um be good and then get back to them or they could just reject us like that. So, and then also we didn't feel connected with the interviewers. We felt like we didn't, we couldn't build that rapport and all of that. So I think uh, I saw it coming in a way, but it's still rejection. So you know how rejections work. You're going to feel sad and all of that. But mm, so I can't really say I was super sad because I knew I hadn't prepared that much. I didn't have enough content for it. But then um, it's still some way. I mean. I had to question myself like we normally do with rejections. Um, think maybe it's my fault. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. So I think the feeling, I can't really describe it. It was more like you know what's coming and then you're still sad. Let me put it that way. So that's with the, with the non, non-romantic stuff. So um, Mr. Ba, what's yeah. up? Um, rejection. Okay. What, what okay. story do you have? So I'm not necessarily going to share a story, but I want us to oh, it's personal. Imagine, I want us to give imagine to the scenario that you, you just gave. Uh, okay. We are talking about expecting someone to do something. Uh, maybe, for instance, we are taking this in, for instance. You went for an, a job interview. Mm-hmm. And More like you were, deal, sort of. The question is, you applied for it. Okay. You were interviewed. Okay. But you weren't picked. 
So it wasn't mm-hmm. just 10 meters rejection. Uh, when I started, I made mention of certain things are self-inflicted. It could be two ways. It's either you weren't qualified or you weren't that impressive and okay. you weren't given that package or that offer. So the question is, uh, in our definition of rejection, uh, literally when you talk about the rejection, you are talking about refusing to accept. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe that rejection is when you are qualified, when you are the, you are best suited for certain things. But okay. based on certain situation, you are not taken. Okay. I think that's, a, that's something that we can, can qualify as rejection. But in situation where you might not necessarily be qualified, for instance, let me give a scenario that mm-hmm. you go to propose, a guy goes to propose to a lady and the lady mm-hmm. refused the person's offer. The fact that it could be a case that the person likes you, but the person is not ready to be in that relationship, that kind of relationship with you. Your relationship with the person might be cut well, and the person accepts that, and he's not ready to maybe make it, make errors or any kind of stuff, like any errors relationship. He's, the person is not ready to establish an errors relationship with you. So mm-hmm. the, the person have maintained that cut relationship with you. So will you also think such a thing as rejection? So I think one thing, one thing that we need to realize is that rejection does not only mean that Somebody saying no to some, some somebody saying no to your offer, but rejection have various forms. And I, one thing that I wrote down is that rejection comes in many forms, and none of them is easy to deal with. When you feel rejected, you might be experiencing metaphorical feeling at once. You may feel yourself hurt, or sometimes you overreact. And you don't know why, and uh-huh. sometimes you might feel that you are inferior. You are powerless, you are ignored, you are isolated, discounted, humiliated, or not supported. But I believe that this feeling, when we dig deep into it and we just uh, analyze it, we should not try to personalize certain issues. I believe that I'll get to a point where we can also talk about personalizing what people do to us or what individuals, uh, how individuals react to us and maybe it could be a situation that what the person said wasn't necessarily, uh, or the person didn't mean to reject you, or the person didn't mean to maybe say no to you. But if you could analyze it from a point of view, a, a different point of view, open yourself up and think through these things, you realize that it wasn't actually rejection. When I was talking about, when I was looking at uh, reading this topic, I, I just realized that rejection are sometimes uh, a step up from our past experiences. And sometimes in our mind, we form, we form some sort of prejudice in our mind, and we are ready to validate this prejudice. Uh, there is this thing that I mostly share with people, that uh, one advice that my mom gave me, I was very skeptic about things, very cynical when it comes to issues. So one day my mom called me and told me that, Kima, do you know what, anytime you decide to, uh, in case you want to find fault about anything, no matter what perfect the thing may be, you'll find fault with it because you have a preconceived idea ready to validate your thought. That okay. anything, anytime this thing goes wrong, you are ready to validate it. So I believe as individuals, the feeling of rejection stay up from ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to show, I wanted to share this experience. And uh, from SHL, from basic school, people used to tell me that I have a female voice. And it's not something new to me. I keep hearing it. Recently, okay. I had a call. I was speaking to someone about a store, and the person addressed me as a lady, and I have to from the person that, oh, I'm not a lady, I'm a guy. And she was like, you speak like a lady. And okay. these are situations, I realize that anytime someone, uh, previously, anytime someone tells me that, oh, you speak like a lady, I become offended. Uh-huh. And one scenario was at SHS, I used to tell me that I walk like a lady. Uh-huh. So I, I just developed, I wanted to get rid of that for people not to see me working as a lady. So one thing that I adapted was to get a backpack. I was, so I was always having a backpack. And this backpack was not just for me to put my books in. Sometimes I had nothing in it. Sometimes the backpack wasn't important to me. You realize that anytime I'm working, I'm holding my backpack. Uh-huh. Simply because I want, I do not want to swing or swing my hands when moving. Because I, I, I thought it as that. When I swing my hand, that's when people came to refer to me as walking like a lady. So 
if you sit back and realize and think through this, these things were facts, mm-hmm. but you might get offended about it. Like the scenario that Ben just said, it could be that Ben wasn't qualified. It could be that he wasn't impressive. Okay. It could be that others were better than him and they qualified for the offer. So in dealing with rejection, we might, we must be cautious about our past experiences. It wasn't like we lie in vain to validate our actions or validate people's actions. In case you have been ignored for so long uh-huh. and someone comes to your life and the person is exhibiting some attitude of maybe distancing him or herself from you, you might term the such a thing as the person rejecting you. Uh, I, I just remember recently uh, a friend just called me and goes, hey, nowadays in, in, in our local things, we go like, what board game a pound? Are you in your mom? Where you and your mom. And these are all forms of, we are trying to express some form of rejection, how people have rejected us, how people have distanced ourselves from us. And when the person just said that, my the reply that came to my mind, thank God I didn't reply him. I just said to myself, ah, he could have equally called me when I wasn't called. And okay. Because I, I have made my mind to give it to this person because I felt like this person should have called me. Sure, sure. Because I was going through certain experience in life and I was expecting the person to call me. But I want mm-hmm. you to think about this. You ask yourself, has the person actually rejected you or has the person distanced himself from you? Sometimes we distance ourselves from others and tend to put the blame on them. So okay, sure. I believe that rejections stem from our past experiences. And if we are to have a reflection about what we came as rejection, it might not necessarily be rejection. But I'm not saying that rejections are not real. Rejections are real. And I have experienced something in harm in my life. I believe when I, I screwed that, sorry to say this, uh, it boils down identity. I screwed at the North and I had this teacher who used to call me stupid black Ashanti. Uh-huh. And to me, this man, to me, this man never liked me. I thought he hated me to the utmost and nothing that I would do would make him happy. So he keep on insulting me in case he's even lashing the whole class. So get to a point when he gets to my turn, I was sitting at the face seat. When he gets, he gets to my turn, he'll stop caning all of us and he will start insulting me, stop it like Ashanti and everything. He keep on doing this. So I, I, I completed, I completed SHS. Met this man walking with his friends, called me. So he was so happy to meet me. He introduced me to his friends, like, This is my boy. This guy be shot. And he Hi. asked me, <laughs> I just asked me, Which grade did you get? So he was my master teacher and said, What did you get from us? I said, I had one. And he was like, Yeah, I was expecting that if he had said two, uh, you had two or three, I would have lashed you. And the way the man was so into me, he was around his friends and he was so into me, but the feeling that he once insulted me. The feeling that he once told me stupid black Ashanti. But I realized that when I met him an, another time and I asked him about it, he was he just said, I was just trying to make fun of you. I wasn't taking it personal. So certain things we need not to take it personal, otherwise you might get hurt about it. Oh, okay, sure. I think um that's that's a cool thing. But the one thing I actually I got, or let's say let me sum up everything you said this. Um is that sometimes what we actually call rejections are not in the category of rejection. Okay. Yeah. And then one other thing is is that it does on our the identity. I'm sure we get that we get we get to that maybe in this episode or the next we get to um the idea of identity. But then I wanted to share this one with you before um we zoom into rejections. I know you are you have split the whole topic in two parts. Rejections and things that we actually internalize them as rejections. But um let me share this one um second year, I mean first year in the university, I even know there's something called intensity because after and I was actually going through a, a, a an actual great time. I mean this transition. So after first year I didn't enroll in any intensive after a long week, I went to campus and everyone was like, Charlie, oh, Charlie, I go to fidelity, then I do this. And I felt like, ah, so there's something called internship. And so second year, during the long break, I decided to, okay, fine, let me roll on an internship. And the place I wanted to go had all these nice guys going around, these sharks going around. And I also wanted to go to that same place. I felt like I also deserved to be there. And and I also had the links to go there. Let me, let me put it. I also had the links to actually, for them to pick me up and then enroll me. 
But then you have to go and write this test and all of that. I thought I had a good grade in all, all of that. But then I still got rejected. And then I felt like I didn't get to that place, even though I had my intention. But I didn't get the place I wanted to because I felt like if I had gotten that place, maybe during year three, I could also come be on campus with this swag that told me to go do my internship for a year. And then I think by that one, and then with this one, I felt as I qualified to have an internship by that place. So I think we can call that one rejection. Well, Tess, what do you think? Issue of not reject, not being picked. While my classmates were picked, the same class, I even had better grades than some of them. So what wouldn't you call that one a rejection? Okay, then was the qualification based on your grades or the qualification was no, based on had something to, else? You had to appear and help. <laughs> I mean, like, it's, it's an internship. What do you expect? It's not like I'm not coming to actually process the raw materials into finished goods. I'm just coming for an internship. So I think Teresa has something to say. Okay. The area of rejection I have is um, during this lockdown in Togo. Okay. Actually, during the lockdown, I was in Togo. And so it was in Togo before the lockdown, like? And I was actually rejected by some of my friends. They had a few misunderstandings, and then they were actually three. And I was the only one. It was three against one. Okay. So I felt automatically I have lost. I had to go to them and apologize and all that. But I sent them tests. I went to their rooms. I talked to them and they were not giving me. They were just angry. And then I had to be alone. They were only, they were my very close female friends. And we've actually been that close from even campus in Geneva to that place. And that was where I think I was rejected to, and then I was left alone to deal with that. And it wasn't really a pleasant feeling. So, so Gima, let's, let's, let's look at um, Tessa's story about having friends and being like the one person, three. What do you think? Because I, I feel like friends, I mean, in referencing our, our earlier episode, I think that's episode two or two, three on the podcast, friendship and expectation. And so, look, let's look at your story. Would you call that one a rejection or that one too has its own mm. thingy around? You know, rejection portrayed is for me uh, or exhibited for me in the form of being violated, being feeling a form of betrayed by friends. Uh, it can exhibit in the form of some traumatic situation where you become so isolated and everything. And from what uh, Tess was saying, she was a bit, she felt a bit betrayed and a bit uh rejected by by her friends. So I believe, yeah, he can tell me that's rejection. But what about, my, my point is, what about if you didn't personalize that thing? Will you have felt that same or will you have experienced that same feeling? Okay. Many of us encounter rejection message, messages even though the person may not have intended them. Maybe uh-huh. the person didn't intend to maybe reject you or maybe the person didn't aim at trying to isolate or getting aim at you or laughing at you. So sometimes when we feel to laugh at or when we feel like somebody in power or someone in authority need to uh, validate our claims or validate our action and we are being ignored, that's when we feel that height of rejection. Sometimes we are looking upon someone, especially when you are saying something and you think you are making sense and you are presenting something sensible. Sometimes we wait, we lie in wait for someone in authority to just chip in something small about what we are saying. Okay. And when the person validates what we are saying, we feel so happy that the person actually accepted my offer or the person mm-hmm. actually accepted my idea. And that one you feel you have been accepted. But right? in mm-hmm. a situation where you are not validated, okay. and in, it's, it's so personal with every individual, uh, sometimes you do something and you go like, even someone, someone of high reputation applauded me for it. Okay. And you feel accepted. But what if the person did not validate your action? Okay. Will you still personalize these things? Uh-huh. So I, I, I wrote something down that sometimes we get our feelings hurt by misinterpreting the meaning of others as a result of taking things so personal. Okay. Uh, we need not to take all things so personal. If you have someone like me as a friend, I like teasing. I'll tease you. Uh-huh. There are things that I, I sometimes I, I have a friend that I used to tell him he has a big head. So right now the the strategy he has adopted is that he goes like, I know you tell me I have a big head. So I'll say it to myself. What what else can you say? And when he says that, like we all start laughing. 
There are things people, maybe someone wants to just say something for all of us to laugh, but if you don't take time, you might misinterpret the person. But that is not to say that we should be mean to others okay. or we should say things deliberately to others. Sometimes we need to be so cautious about the ways that we see it. We say to others, our, our ways or actions feel like rejection, even though that it wasn't intended to, like, sometimes our ways and our actions, they make one feel rejected, even though we didn't intend to do it. So okay. in our dealings with others, we should be so cautious. We should be, we should not be so reluctant to say sorry when you know that you have faulted someone, even though you didn't expect to do that or you didn't intend to do that. Sometimes okay. our actions hurt people. And our ways, ways and action of another person might not seem rejecting us, but it's actually happening that way. And when it happens that way, I think we, we should not feel so big to say sorry. Days you, you just say something to someone and the person feels like you have insulted, you have more or less like demeaned the person, personality. I think we should also apologize and it will bring the person back and you might bring the person back. That's what I can say. Oh, okay. 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 So, um, I want to ask Gayma. How does come to the relationship rejection? Have you ever had that experience with? I don't really have a, a personal experience to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think, I think I relationship world is is the world that I'm I'm really I I really have a stint or two. I mean, if you are listening to me, please. It's, it's just a joke. So, um, but in in I think. I had this friend of mine, like an actual friend of mine, and we were just friends for some time. And, and I proposed to her, and this is how I, I I went. When I tell people this, they laugh at me, but hey, I think this this is how I am. I, I actually sent her a test, a long test, so you can actually see it's a letter. I sent her a letter or something. <laughs> I couldn't, and I'm not a fan of doing, doing these things in personal, and I have my own reasons for not doing them in personal. But I feel like if, I mean, if a person likes me, give my, I'm sure she likes me. If the lady likes me, she likes me, doesn't matter the medium which I communicate to, to her, because I feel if I send her a letter, she actually has all the time and space to respond to me other than just giving her a blow and she has to respect me or like me and not hurt my feelings and all of that. So she's going to say yes. So I just sent her a long test. It, she took a while to reply and then she eventually said, I like, I like you. I like, and all those, she's just going to make you feel good. And eventually she's going to land you safe. So, so I think that's, that's what you meant to rejections. And one issue with, I mean, this, this rejection is, is that it makes sometimes, especially this lady being my friend, I felt like at the point they had lost the, the relationship didn't work. And then the friendship too almost didn't work. So um, I think that's with my romantic part of of the rejection. You did ask. I asked someone, a married woman, this question: that what is rejection in this action? And her response was: rejection is when the man you are married to is at will, is stayed from stay away from home for so long, comes to the house and he's always on his phone. And I go like, I ask him the simple question. Yo, when he oh, comes really? to the house and he's always on his phone, do you always make an attempt to get close to him? He goes like, why should I? But I was reading some articles. I was reading a book. They said, uh, do not take it personal. The art of dealing with uh, rejection. And the book was also talking about in, in situation where a person express or a person show forth like the person is trying to distance yourself from you, how do you also respond to it? Do you try to draw closer to the person or you to withdraw yourself from the person? I believe it's natural with every human being. When we realize that someone is drawing away from us, we also try to draw back. Okay. We go like, oh, Nipa channel, who do you think he is? And we always, we always try to draw back. And not knowing, the person might not necessarily feel that he was drawing back away from you, but... The person might also feel the same way that you are feeling that, oh, maybe it, let me take for instance, Therese and Ben. Ben seems like, Ben feels like Teresa is distancing herself from Ben and Ben will drop her. It will get to a point that this one will have this feeling of rejection. I've been, Teresa goes like, I've been rejected by Ben and Ben goes like, I've been rejected by Teresa. And they both are saying that, how do you feel? How do you reconcile this? 
And unless you come to realize that maybe you didn't intend doing it, that it has happened. Mm -hmm. okay. And one thing that we should take notice of is self-rejection. That's when it's very, very serious and it lies very low within every individual. Uh -huh. There are certain things we I initialized uh, rejection is just refusing to accept, refusing to accept anything. And there are things about ourselves that we haven't accepted. There are sometimes we hear ourselves saying these things, what's wrong with me? Can't I do anything right? And there are at times we go like, I'm ugly, I'm poor, I'm inferior, I won't be accepted in this, in that association. We are trying to get close to some people and it goes like, you feel, you feel like you are inferior to these people. And when you go and you face the first apprehension, it goes like, they have rejected me. But deep within you, you have your own thoughts. You have your own view that these people will reject me. And even if a person makes a joke of trying to push you away, you feel like you have been rejected. I believe that self-rejection, and sometimes we, it exhibits its form in my opinion or my view does not matter. And someone, sometimes we don't even accept our own views. We don't have confidence in our own thoughts. And anytime you share your thought and someone tries to downplay it or maybe someone do not accept that total viewpoint, you, you may term it as rejection, but deep within you, you have not accepted yourself. So sometimes we feel hurt because we think people are laughing also. Sometimes we feel like we are hurt because we feel people are laughing or talking about that. Okay. Uh, and it happens to us a lot. Like you'll be sitting among people in a crowded place or in public or in a social place. And sometimes I wonder why we used to have that thought, that these people are talking about me. Mm -hmm. Sure. But it could be that the person has not even recognized or he has not even notified your presence around us. I remember a, a, an account master told a student that if God comes right now and asks me to mention thousand people that I think about, I don't think your name will even be the thousand and one <laughs> person. <laughs> okay. And like, like the student was trying to push stubborn to the teacher, was trying to put up a behavior as if the, like, the teacher does not like him. And God, like, you know something? If God comes around and asks me to name thousand, thousand people, I don't think you will even be thousand and one. Okay. The person is trying to say, to tell you that I have not even recognized your presence. Okay. Or I'm not like, she's trying to say that you are not even on my mind. But sometimes mm -hmm. we go to, to a social gathering, we are thinking, oh, these people are talking about us. People are, these people are laughing at me. Sometimes you get a, a haircut and you don't feel so confident about this haircut. You are passing and someone starts laughing. It could be that you are not the person the person is laughing at. Okay. But it's immediately the person, two people pass into laughter, into laughter and you pass by and you just feel like that they are laughing. You're like, oh, they are laughing at me. And this okay. feeling of self-rejection, it lies deep within everyone. And it, sometimes it exhibits itself that uh, when people do not take sides with us, when, okay. when we don't believe in our own views, sometimes there are people who lie in way for people to validate them. Uh, they okay. get their, okay. their sense of acceptance when people accept them. Oh, okay. If okay. they are not accepted okay. by others, they are not. They don't have that strong feeling. There are people when they post something on social media, and they have not been viewed by anyone. They, to them, they think that, oh, maybe they weren't looking beautiful in the picture. They weren't looking handsome. Or there are certain times, a friend told me a story that his cousin posted something on social media. Cousin came to him in tears that no one has liked his picture. And the picture has been on social media for three hours. And no one has liked it. <laughs> and the question is, she asked himself, has this person accepted himself at all? We feel okay. good because we want to feel good, not because some people have accepted that. But I think there are certain there we need to accept ourselves and we have to deal with self-rejection. We might we have to see ourselves as being perfect. We have to see ourselves as being strong. That does not mean that we should not look at we should downplay our weaknesses. We should recognize our weaknesses or we should accept our weaknesses and work towards improving them and making them, turning them into our strength. So I think self-rejection, we should also try and deal with it. Oh, okay. Um, please, someone is asking a question. Okay. He's saying that, Lex is saying that um, he wants to find out if a lady proposes to a guy and then the guy do not accept. Can we term that as rejection? Okay. So um, I think he might send coming, but before, I think it's, yes, it's a rejection. Maybe, I don't know, but I want to, I think we were trying to answer Liz's question about, mm -hmm. can we tend that as a rejection? And I think we can. And yes, 100% I think it's a rejection because 
is something I don't know, but Gamer is the one trying to uh, make it look more. <laughs> just to give it a more good English name, but I think I call it rejection because when a lady proposes to a guy, normally with our ideas, we think. Um, I mean, if I if someone ever proposes to as a gamer, the person is of the idea that if she qualifies, then I would call it a, a rejection. Or what do you think, gamer? What do you think? Rejection. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. But I, when I saw the question, when you read the question out, the first thing that I keep, came to mind is, yeah, you have proposed to the guy, all right. The lady will feel that she has been rejected by the guy. But the question uh-huh. is, I stated earlier that sometimes we need to sit back and reflect on our actions and know. What about if the guy accepts your proposal and he doesn't do the same way towards Will it will you feel like will you feel that you have been more rejected? Like do you have a more feeling of rejection than uh, currently? As in you proposing to him and he telling you that I'm not ready to be in a relationship. Sometimes we, we assume that someone is into us, but right? it might not necessarily be the case. Okay. And when we are talking about friendship, we realize we say that friendship should be a mutual feeling. And I believe that in relationship, relationship should be a mutual feeling. Relationship cannot be a one-sided thing. The fact that you are in love with someone else, with someone that no mean that that person is in love with you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we tend to think about it that way that, oh, I'm in love with this person, then this person might also be in love with me. The person can be a friend to you, he can do everything with you, but the person might not necessarily think about you in that context. So they, you, you, yeah, you have proposed to the person, has not, he, didn't accept, he didn't accept your proposal. Yeah, to you, you have that feeling of rejection. I believe it's a, it's a prudent thing to do right now than to face the consequences later. I believe where rejection is experience, experience in a relationship, not when you are trying to be in a relationship. Okay. Because if you are not in a relationship, the guy is not obliged to be calling you every minute. Because when you, we talk about friendship and expectation, when you are in a relationship with someone else, you feel like the person should get close to you. Imagine you are married to a man and what the man does is that he doesn't involve you in any decision and every decision he takes, he calls a friend to ask about a friend, what uh-huh. they think about it. Or imagine you marry a guy and you cook and he comes home and he tells you that, oh, I passed by my mom's place to eat. I believe this is a greater rejection than you proposing to someone and the person not accepting it. I believe rejection is not when you are trying to be in a, it's not greatly felt when you are trying to be in a relationship with someone else. But rejection is actually felt when you are in a relationship with someone. I, Marsh Monroe once said that, Loneliness, the best, is that the best times or the best place to feel loneliness is when you are married. In marriage, you, you know that you have a companion. Uh-huh. And when your companion or your better half distance him or herself from you, that's when you feel that you have been rejected or you have been, you have been left alone. So sometimes we think that, oh, this guy, the girl have rejected us, this person have rejected us. I believe it was just a proposal. It wasn't something serious. Proposal mostly gets rejected. Proposal can either be accepted or be rejected. It's a 50-50-10. But if you are in a marriage, I don't think in marriages, everyone, anyone is expecting it to be 50-50 something that you should accept me at some point and reject me at a point. But someone wants to come, Sandy wants to come in. So I think you have to hear from her. Okay, so not to cut you. Let's listen to her. Let's listen to her. Give her we're going to get back to you. Yeah. Good evening. Hello. Hello. I'm doing okay. I'm fine. Sandy, welcome. Okay. Welcome. Thank you. I think Gemma is making this thing fair. Rejection is... um. Is just trivializing the thing, but it's also you see, you have okay. different kinds of people and their emotional levels. You think, Oh, this one is nothing, or it's nothing, but we are maybe the smallest thing, maybe you think it's nothing. You don't have to, like, there is an example that she gave that her friends rejected us. Okay, maybe to me, I wouldn't take it personal if my friends have rejected me, it's okay, but she was hurt at that moment, she felt rejected. So to her, that thing is hurting her. And you have different um, kind of people and how they take in certain things. So it, it, would, it wouldn't be senses of this one is not the person, the person feeling the thing knows, oh, indeed there's something going on. Maybe it's trivial to you, mm-hmm. but to the person, it's a serious thing altogether. Through rejection, people hang themselves. People cry and cry and cry and cry and cry over certain things. You would think that, oh, the person will tell you, your friend will just say something, you'll be like, ah. I mean, this one is nothing, but to that person, it's, it's a serious normal. thing. Yeah. Uh, the person is, you say, ah, this thing is nothing. You are being childish over this thing. If I was the one, I, I would know how to handle it. But sure. that person's emotional level is different from yours. 
we have different emotional levels. A situation that we would think it's nothing to someone is a serious thing. So what I'm trying to say is that we have different kind of people. Their emotional levels, we have different emotional levels. What you would think is trivial to someone, to that person, it's a serious thing altogether. To okay. you, we have the hard guys over there, the hard ladies over there. We have the weaker ones over there. So to them, um, to those people, rejections, it doesn't matter. Sandy, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Hello, Rusty. I hope you guys are doing okay. Yeah, we're all fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Thanks, uh, man. I must be honest. I'm really feeling the program this evening. Uh, oh, you, you are? Okay. Everybody's trying, yeah, everybody's trying to call and at least share his experience about rejection, damage sure. contribution, that of the ladies and you. Know. But then what I would say is, but then what I would say is, uh, when we talk of, what I would say is when we talk of uh, rejection, it's all about the mindset. You know, if you expect something, and that thing doesn't come your way. That is where you feel you've been rejected. Okay. Uh, so what I would tell you is, uh, in life, as we go, as we grow day in, day out, uh, there are certain things uh, that will come your way. You should be ready for anything, as in being the good or the bad or the worst. Okay. But then if you are so, yeah, anything, yeah, but then if you are so uh, optimistic about something that is the positive ones and the negative ones come your way, then you feel rejected. Uh, Sandra was saying uh, some are weak, some are strong, some are hard guys and other things. But then it all boils down to uh, the mentality that you have. Because mm -hmm. uh, you might go in for an interview, you feel so confident that you are supposed to be picked as you qualify for the job. You wouldn't know the criteria they've set in place, and they know the people that they want. They know the sort of people that you need. Uh, so if you go there and you are not uh, picked at that point in time, uh, you might say you've been rejected. But then what I want you to say, uh, what I want you to say is being rejected at that point in time can also pave way for you at a different place. So if you feel at that point in time, okay, I'm reject, I've been rejected, I'm down, I'm this or that, so that is getting so much the best of me, I don't think that is the best thing. So what I would say is, in life, as we are living, we need to expect anything, okay. being good, being bad, as you said, or blame. Then you wouldn't be so much hurt when it comes to uh, you applying for something, you proposing to somebody, and it didn't go your way. Because okay. that is life. So that is what I want to say. Sure. I, I want to say something about what Sandra said. I'm not discount, I'm not trying to trivialize rejection. I'm, I acknowledge that it exists. And being someone who is melancholic, uh, okay. sometimes we, we experience it the more. I believe someone asked a question that is personality, uh, since the producer asked the question, yeah. how does personality yeah, influence, influence uh, rejection? And okay. sometimes being someone uh, melancholic like me, we experience it. Mm -hmm. When we are expecting it, expecting something to come our way and doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And one thing about melancholy is that this way, we live our lives in our thoughts. So when sure. we try to put it out there and we get apprehension towards apprehension. it, we feel rejected. Yeah, please hold on. Um, Dada Eden wants to come. Yeah. Um, thank you. Well, I'd like to say that it's my first time joining the 2-1 show and then I really enjoyed it. And I've understood more factors about rejection. And then the only thing I can say about rejection is that I, I think or feel like it deals with time and seasons. Sometimes okay. the timing could be wrong and then the person could also be in a wrong mood or the circumstance going around for the person wouldn't be appropriate for what, what the person is trying to get. So definitely it could be rejected or something like that. So okay. yeah, that's what I would like to add. Thank you. Okay, sure. All right. All right. Thanks, Ibrahim. Thank you for coming. You're welcome. Ima, please continue. 
So as to the question that uh, Alexis asked, uh, he asked whether if a lady proposed to you and you do not you, you don't accept the presence of her, can you be termed as rejection? And I was talking about the melancholy. A melancholy try to propose to a lady and he finds it so difficult to even go in front of a the lady. And he gathers the we call it you gather the vim and you go and tell the person, I love you, and the person goes like, Oh, he laugh at you. If somebody you you wish not to even meet the person again. I, I, I as I said earlier, to the person is the greatest form of rejection. When that's what I said earlier. To the person who did who did uh, to the action is the greatest form of rejection. I was trying to say that in handling it, we could give ourselves some excuse, excuses. It could be valid excuses. Because today I told someone that if ladies were to propose to guys, I think no guy will say no to a lady. We'll be having <laughs> thousand girlfriends because guys are ready to accept proposal. Okay. So I believe I believe that to the person. It's a rejection. If it happens to me, it's a it's a form of a like I don't know. I won't trivialize it as such. But for okay. me to gather that thing, that's people are able to say it so easily. I love you. I guess like hey, that's a bit that simple. So I believe such a thing coming from a lady and someone refusing it, the person obviously will feel that has been rejected. But I'm trying to say that in handling it, we should look at it. We should not take it personal, and we should take it from. A different point of view, not in other not to kill ourselves, but to do something as for against ourselves. That's what I was trying to say. Because we have a, I have a question for Ben and Gina. And the question says, How does one's personality influence their way of handling rejection? Gina okay. was talking about melancholy. Okay, so um, I think I want to come from this. Points that your personality actually influences a lot of things. I side actually with gamer. Um, like for instance, um, I wouldn't. I don't know. I told you that I still don't get anything about. I still don't understand personality and all of that. <laughs> but I feel like at some point, someone to call me sanguine, someone to call me melancholy. But what I what I know is is that if you are like gamer who says he's actually melancholy, you feel that let's say someone. Gamer proposes to a lady and the person says, the lady says, uh, no, sort of, I think of you as a brother or something. Yes, the person might be able to, like, try and convince him not to ruin a relationship, especially if they if, if they were friends before this whole um, proposal crashed and burned. The person, Gamer, because of, I want to use Gamer because of what he said, he's melancholic. I don't want to attach myself to any personality because I don't understand the whole thing. And I just, I just want to um, give a little contribution to the uncle discussion. Okay. Uh, I want to talk in the perspective of uh, the relationship. <laughs> you know, I enjoy relationships. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, look, if if you are, if you are, you see, one has to understand that there are individual differences. Okay. We are different in our own way. What maybe your preference would be? like a poison to somebody else. So sometimes a way of handling rejection, if you in a way have this at the back of your mind, kind of an escape mechanism. Okay. Okay. So when you are rejected at some point, not even in only relationships, but if you are rejected at some point, you could say to yourself, at least something to comfort yourself a bit so that you don't get so soaked with the disappointment that you probably have. Okay. So you could say that, well, Maybe that person has their own preferences, okay? What they prefer, what they may want to see in somebody. That is why maybe I wasn't accepted. In a way, it comforts you a bit. Or you can even tell yourself that, well, well, I may be too much for him or her. And then you could, in a way, get better. With work, I believe, I believe in God and I believe in God's own timing. When I get rejected at some point, I to comfort myself, I tell myself that, Maybe this is not God's time for me. In his own time, to make it beautiful for me. Okay. This doesn't make me get so disturbed or get very disappointed. Uh-huh. Okay. I have, um, after my national service, after my national service, even my own colleague, national service colleague, thought I was the best. I saw myself to be the best in a way because I felt I was working too hard. 
but people were given a session of three months and three my own colleagues they're like, hey, if I'm about three months, then it means for you about six months and I have I have that I have that like conviction that I could get something like that. I saw one man and I felt so disappointed. I felt so, so disappointed. But in another another way I said to myself, well, probably this is God's way of doing his own thing for me. So within that one month, I tried to apply for a job where I am. I tried to apply again. I tried to apply even while I was setting my extension. Okay. And before my one month ended, I went for an interview. I was called. Okay. I became a permanent. I became a permanent employee while my colleagues were still taking their extension after national service. Okay. So sometimes, if with my staff, I I could say that God has a way of doing things. Maybe you think um this is the end to like the end of the road, but in a way, if you turn around, you may find a brighter side of what you felt is a rejection. Uh-huh. And that that person that maybe you are so much dying for. Maybe that is not what God wants for you. Or maybe that is not the best person for you. Okay. What if you even started and it ends in the middle of the sea? How how are you gonna sell true? Uh-huh. So that is my way of handling rejection. I think maybe it will, it will be an inspiration for somebody. Well, what I was saying uh, with Lex's question of personality, I think that was that was where I was before um as a book scored. With personality, I think melancholic would actually read meanings into rejection, as Gima was actually saying. Any other person would just take the rejection and then just move away, on with it, but a melancholic would read meanings into it. Maybe, for instance, genuinely, the lady didn't accept my proposal because maybe she lived um, in Malaysia and I'm in Ghana and automatically she can't move from Malaysia to Ghana and I can't do anything about it. But maybe I would think she rejected him because maybe I'm I'm not this five, six seven feet gentleman. So at the end of it, the natural is that personality actually influences rejection because whatever personality, what what type of place you put yourself, I don't put myself in any of them. But where you put yourself would actually determine how you handle rejections. As the books is saying that normally with her when she called, she was saying that she would she would inspire herself and then just be cool with it, do things the normal way. But then someone like Gima would actually, because of what he said, where he put himself as melancholy, he would think, okay, fine. Ben didn't um, call me because maybe what I said to him yesterday wasn't wasn't the best. And then he wouldn't actually get the validation he wants. He wouldn't call and ask me why did this happen. He would actually read minutes into it. So personality, to my explanation, I'm not like a professional or anything, but to what I know about personality, I think it actually influences um, rejection. Yeah. I mean, the feeling of being rejected. Okay. I mean. So that is it for this week's episode. I hope you got much value from it as we did here. If you did, kindly leave us a five-star rating everywhere you get your podcast. It helps the show get to more people as possible. And also follow us on any of our social media pages at the two on the show. Thank you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.